Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear Lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. The Capitals take on the Penguins tonight. Samantha Pell joins us to discuss the latest from around the rink. And Alex Ovechkin chats with Ben on his terrific start to the season and more. Good morning, everybody. It is Friday, December 10th. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7, presented by Clear, the faster way into Capital One Arena. It's the Caps and the Pittsburgh Penguins tonight at 7, the end of a four-game homestand for the men of Peter Laviolette, and we have a jam-packed Friday edition of the show for you this morning. Coming up in a few, we'll have Alex Ovechkin chatting with Ben, Elizabeth Pace from MSC Foundation on where to find your Caps canine calendar this holiday season. But first, in the leadoff spot today... Ben chats with Samantha Pell from the Washington Post as the Caps got back to the rink yesterday in advance of tonight's matchup with Pittsburgh. We'll lead you off the bat. Big picture here, Sam, as the injuries and the COVID-related absences continue to pile the team since atop the Metropolitan Division. What do you think has allowed them through almost one-third of the season here to maintain that perch and to play at the rate, perhaps unexpectedly, given all the absences that they have? When you say it like that, it's been a little crazy, right, about all the injuries and absences. I think right off the bat, it's Alex Ovechkin and Evgeny Kuznetsov. I think they've carried this group from the very beginning. They've needed them to carry the group from the very beginning, but I also think maybe a lack of credit or maybe not enough credit has gone to Peter Laviolette and his systems and this is his second full year I guess you could say with the team I think the way that he handles himself the way that he carries himself I think the team really respects that and they're kind of building off of that so I think there's little things here and there but I think your stars have to be your stars and they've done that so far. And then even lower down the depth chart you think about all the call-ups and the rookies and it just seems seemingly everyone has pulled on the rope collectively but those call-ups the sample size grows and doesn't seem like too many of them have, have hit a wall here just yet. No, I mean, I think when you look at guys like that, I mean, I think Faravari is probably, I don't really, I guess, see him as a kid anymore. Or maybe people forget that yeah. he is still a kid. He's 22. But I think he's been, you know, the key to their defense and the key to it really clicking with John Carlson on the top pair. But then you've guys like Connor McMichael and, you know, Alexi Protus. And now you have guys like Beck Malenstein and Brett Leeson, who Peter Laviolette called excellent today. Just that line and the way that they've worked. And you had guys like Scarbosa. So it feels like, yeah, all the young guys coming up have contributed and they've contributed well. And now it's just all about plugging in and filling those holes until everyone's healthy again. I have found Martin Ferravari to be very entertaining to watch. You watch him on a shift, the ground he covers, the speed, but he's sneaky tough, sneaky, physical. Maybe an area we were wondering before the season, where would that physicality come from? Kids holding his own back there too in that capacity. I think it's been super fun to watch him. You know, I wasn't in the same boat as you. Maybe I didn't exactly uh, believe that he, you know, was really the tough physical guy that maybe we were being preached at or told. And when you see him, you know, he has that kind of swag and the confidence mm-hmm. of standing up for his teammates. And I think he said a couple weeks ago, he was like, that's just kind of my game. He's like, I want to be the guy that's hard to play against. He's like, maybe I'm a little bit smaller but like I want to be that guy I want to get a guy like a Radko Gudis and be able to deliver those hits but I also know that I skate well so he wants to be that 200 foot player and I think he's showed it so far 
final thing, Sam, the goaltending, we've been wondering if one of the quote-unquote kids will take the job and run with it. The sample size growing now, Elias Samsonov has had a pretty good workload here, and he's seemingly making the most of the opportunity, really, if you want to say since the California trip on. This has been some of the best we've seen out of him with such a heavy workload over this last little stretch. Definitely. I think, you know, maybe he's still letting in some goals that he shouldn't let in or maybe some rebounds, but I think overall it sounds very cliche, but I really do think his mental game is where it should be, and I think the confidence that has come from it is where it needs to be. I think he kind of accepted that Vitek Vanacek was better at the beginning of the season. He talked about needing to say, okay, I understand this. Let's move on. How do I focus on my own game, keep things simple again? And I think that's what we're seeing. You know, he's 11-1-1, and he's playing well, and I think he's gotten the big matchups, you know, against Carolina and Florida for a reason, and he's just been able to prove himself. Also, we know what Vitek can do. <laughs> We've seen him for stretches, and now I think it's just Samsonov's turn to do just that. Back-to-backs upcoming with Pittsburgh. Buffalo expect to see them both. Appreciate it as always. Samantha Pell from the Washington Post. Thanks, Sam. Absolutely. Thank you. Ben's been a busy guy this week. In addition to chatting with Samantha, he recently caught up with Alex Ovechkin, covering a variety of topics, including his strong start to the season, getting on the ice with his three-year-old son, and his ever-growing memorabilia collection as he continues to climb the all-time charts. First off, regarding this season, how do you describe this? This has to be a whole lot of fun. I know you have bigger goals in the first 25 games of the year, but you're looking real good. How do you, how do you describe the start to the year here? Yeah, obviously we we have a good start. You know, teams collecting the points, it's the most important thing. Obviously we have, like, all lots of problems with the uh, injuries and uh, COVID uh, situation, but, uh, you know, different guys stepping up and uh, play a solid uh, role in our team. For you personally, you've referenced the knowing when the season was going to start, etc. I think allowed you to work with Pavel in the offseason maybe a little bit better. Wondering if you could elaborate, expand on that, the difference this offseason versus a year ago when there were so many unknowns as far as getting ready for the year. Yeah, obviously it was uh, very important for us to, uh, I think for everybody, you know, like season's going to start uh, a certain day and uh, we prepare ourselves mentally and physically for game one and uh, for the uh, rest of the year. Preference before your rookie season was one of the most enjoyable, fun experiences you had. What's it like now at the the other end of the spectrum, being the quote-unquote older guy in the room and continuing to produce at the rate that you are, just the enjoyment level that you have now? Yeah, I think we're all enjoying right now. The atmosphere in the locker room is tremendous. I think uh, everybody supported each other. Everybody have jokes, uh, make fun of them. I think it's uh, very important for us to be that kind of team, like, you know, don't put too much pressure on ourselves and uh, just enjoy the team and enjoy the game. Fun stuff for you here. Sergey. I've got a three-year-old too. That's got to be the best. I wonder from your perspective, how much does he understand what you do and how much are you enjoying sharing these experiences with him? Yeah, he knows, uh, like, I'm a hockey player. He's uh, go crazy about the hockey. Like, he loves sticks, he loves pucks, everything, skates. He just wants to play hockey 24-7. As a, as a hockey player, I'm kind of like it. Uh, he has so much energy and uh he just go crazy uh, and now it's like if you can see the sticks in the box what about taking him on the ice we've seen him here the odd time yeah it's the best it's the best uh it's the best feeling what i have right now just uh, go skate with him 
see how he's learning and uh, it's uh, it's pretty cool for him. It's different too, I remember 10 plus years ago you used to come here, your dad was here all the time and now he's here all the time, it's sort of the, the changing yeah. of the guard. Yeah, change. my dad's coming soon I think after the Olympic uh, break and uh, I think he will be uh, here for a while. Does he do well for a three-year-old on the ice? Well, how's he doing? He's doing okay. He's doing okay. Uh, lots, long way to go, but uh, I think he likes to shoot in the box. Obviously, on the ice, it's kind of hard for him right now, but uh, soon, like, he will be good. I know a couple of things. You look forward within the next few years as he gets older, and Ilya too, as they further understand what you do and you chase what you're chasing, and you get to share it with them. The other day, the hat trick, you fist pumped on the glass. Like that has to be a blast as they get older and understand it more. Yeah, for sure. I'm pretty sure, like uh, when he's going to be growing up, man, and he will see another video because it's, uh, it's going to be on the video forever, right? So he will remember that and he will go and join it. At age 36, 17 years in the league, 1,200-plus games, you're not supposed to do what you're doing still. You know that. What, what do you think allows you to do it, and, and how much pride do you take in doing it when so many people would say, he's not supposed to be doing this at this age? Uh, I think uh, just to support uh, from my organization, from my teammates, obviously from my family, it's very huge. You know, I don't have any problems uh, share my feelings or something with my team, and uh, uh, that's the most important thing. And how I said my wife and uh, all my family do tremendous job to support me and uh, help me out to uh, feel comfortable. And the collecting of the sticks and the memorabilia and the pucks, you enjoy the process. I'm not asking you about 894, but just the process at this stage in your career as you continue to, to hit milestones. Yeah, of course. Uh, how I said that everything is going to be in uh, my museum uh, when I'm going to be done playing and uh, people are going to uh, come and see me look. That's Ben with Alex Ovechkin, and Alex has made a point this year to set aside every single stick that produces a goal, and there have been a lot of those as he continues to add to his collection in the hopes of one day opening a museum. The annual Caps Canine calendar has been a hit again this year, and if you've been thinking about grabbing one for someone in time for the holidays, you better act fast. All right, hanging around the link with Liz Pace, the executive director of MSC Foundation. I don't think there's another day on the calendar that's more fun for you, and I think for fans too when they start to see it on social, than the dog calendar day. And when the pictures are shot and the guys are involved, players and puppies, what's better than that? I mean, you can't beat it. We always joke it's our favorite day of the office, and it's a day that everyone wants to help out the foundation. There were plenty of puppies around, and the guys coming in, they're trying hard not to take the puppies home with them so it's just a lot of fun i know a lot of the wives and the girlfriends are there as well and maybe they're encouraging taking them home or saying hey maybe that's not a good idea right now but i know a lot of the significant others are involved with this endeavor too yeah we actually have a new beneficiary this year we're working with wolf trap animal rescue and they were brought to our attention by taylor pishke who's tom wilson's fiance and annie van riemsdyk uh, both of them have been volunteering with them during the pandemic on their own and so we love homeward trails we worked with them a long time. They're still a great friend to us, but we decided it was a good time to spread the love. So we were really fortunate. We had Taylor and Annie along with Paige Dowd at the shoot. They worked as our artistic directors and they really, it's not hard to work the magic when you have those cute puppies.
puppies there. And the players, too, don't really hurt that effort either. For those who are in the area, those who are out the area, and we get both here on Caps this morning, there's not too many calendars left. Where do people find them? Yeah, they're very limited online, but they're available at washcaps.com slash canine calendars. They're also available at the team stores at MedStar Capitals Iceplex and at Capital One Arena. So stop by, pick one up. Always great to see MSC Foundation making a difference in the community, Liz. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. It's the Capitals and the Pittsburgh Penguins tonight at 7. Network airtime is at 6.45. Your extended pregame show exclusively here on Caps Radio 24-7 starts at 4 with Ben. On the TV side tonight, a reminder that the game is exclusively on ESPN+. It's not on NBC Sports Washington. So if you don't have ESPN+, you can catch the game with us here on 106.7 The Fan and CapsRadio247.com. If you do have ESPN+, turn down the sound and sync us up for a more Cap-centric experience. Thanks for tuning in all week to Caps this morning. Have a great weekend, everyone. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com. Or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.